It's Tuesday, December the 15th, 2015, and this is the One More Verse podcast. Hey everybody, my name is John Nix, and on behalf of Vertical Purpose Ministries, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm so pleased to have you join me today as I discuss 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 16 through 28. So Solomon had had the dream. He had asked for wisdom. But how long would it take until that wisdom manifests itself so that others might see it as well? It didn't take long until a case came before the king that would certainly put on full display the wisdom that God had endowed him with. The Bible tells us that there came two prostitutes before him. And the, the case that was laid out was a very, very difficult case. One woman says that these two prostitutes lived in the same house and they both uh, gave birth uh, to children within three days of one another. And there's nobody there. It's just the two of them. And one of the woman's sons died during the night because she lay on him. And so at midnight, she said, she got up and she took my son from beside me while your servant slept. And basically, she said, this is my son. And she laid her dead son by her. They woke up in the morning. And when she woke up, she recognized that the child was dead. But when she studied this child closely, she knew this was not her child. And so the other woman says, no, that's not true at all. The living child is mine. The dead child is yours. No. And they go back and forth and back and forth. Now, you can imagine this scene. There's nothing that will spark rage in a mama more than messing with their baby. And there's nothing more extreme than these circumstances. Solomon finds before him two women that are both prostitutes. So they're already not. These are marginalized women. There's no one in the house, so no one can give witness. Nobody can prove anything. They have perhaps passed through some of the other uh, judges that tried to assess the case and make a judgment, and they couldn't handle it. And so now the king has these two angry women arguing with one another. Now, we have the benefit as we read this, knowing uh, what is going on in the story. But Solomon is just hearing this. And so as they are going back and forth at one another about whose child is dead and whose child is alive, the time comes for Solomon to act. So Solomon recounts what they've said. He, he clarifies, so you're trying to say that uh, this is actually your son and, and he's alive, but your son is dead. And, and then the other one is saying, no, it, it's, it's the exact opposite. And so what is the king to do? This is one of those stories that a lot of people are familiar with. And there were, there's those sayings like the wisdom of Solomon. And this is where the dream that Solomon had and the request that he made of the Lord begins to come forward. The king actually says, bring me a sword. Now, this probably frightened these women. It's possible that the women thought, great, he's going to kill us and give the living child to someone else. Perhaps they just had no idea what to think, but they came for a hearing with the king to have this matter settled so that the case could be figured out and justice could be mediated. And the king doesn't go through any sort of normal judicial process. He orders people to bring him a sword. So you can have this picture of people in the court looking around going, um, 
Okay, so I guess go get him a sword. And they go and they fetch a sword. They bring it to the king. Now, the king gives something that sounds absolutely just incredible to the ears. He says, I want you to just take the child that's alive and I want you just to divide him in two. Give half to one and half to the other. Now, the woman whose son was alive couldn't bear this. The Bible says that her heart yearned for her son. And immediately she pleads to the king, oh, my Lord, give her the living child. Please don't put him to death. But the other woman replies, oh, yeah, this is exactly what needs to happen. He's not going to be mine, so he's not going to be yours. You just go ahead and kill this child. And the wisdom makes manifest for the king speaks up and says, Give the living child to the first woman, for she is his mother. And, and, and all of Israel begins to hear. You can imagine the whispers from the court and the rumors as they begin to spread as the king, as the king has done a judgment that no one knew exactly what to do. And you can imagine as it grew when they said they were there and they were arguing. He asked for a sword and we thought his solution was he's going to kill him. And these women, oh, this one woman, she was just miserable. She was so angry and mean in the way you can just imagine the stories as they recounted them to their neighbor and everybody just stood in awe of the king but what they really recognized was this discernment and and this wisdom was far beyond something that a mere man could come up with on his own they knew that solomon was the rightful ruler and now they were beginning to see the evidence of grace and whether or not solomon had shared with anyone in his court about the promise that god had made him we do not know but what we do know is that the people were able to see through this judgment and by his life that god was with him and they had a, a king that was wise that was discerning and that was able to find justice even in the most difficult of circumstances All this points us to the fact that we too, we have the wisest of kings. And in King Jesus, he is able to make all things right. And he is going to make all things right. And he's going to make all things new. Our trust is well placed in our king. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. If you need some more information about Vertical Purpose or one more verse, visit johnnicks.org. I'd love to hear from you, so find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram using the handle TheJohnNix. And don't forget to download the Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. Thanks again, and join me tomorrow for the One More Verse podcast.